episode number one. In this episode, Aftergrim is talking about Rake, its origins, Jim Wyrick, common use cases and advantages of Rake. member of the family of tools that are generally known as build tools. Uh, a build tool is a utility for uh, traditionally for building programs. Uh, the sort of sort of archety archetypal build tool is make. And uh, make is a way of, of laying down a recipe for building a program. Uh, it was you know created for building like C programs where you would have some C source code and some header files and you would be compiling the C source code into object files and then you would be linking the object files together into a completed program. So you had these multiple steps that you had to do, you know, from, from a C file you get an object file, from an object file, a bunch of object files you get a, com a compiled executable. And um, these this family of of programs was created because it could be really difficult to keep track of the uh, all the steps that you needed to do in order to build a program. You needed you needed to automate it in order to build it repeatedly, um, and uh, you also needed something to to track the dependencies between the different parts of the program because um, compiling in compiling programs, especially as you go farther back uh, in history, compiling programs. Uh, takes a long time. Compiling C files takes a long time, and linking them takes a while. Um, and so you don't want to do more compiling than you have to. Uh, so one of the things that Rake was, or Make was particularly useful for, was sense noticing that you have changed one C file, and then it would recompile just that one C file, and then it would relink the whole executable. But it wouldn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like a dumb script that would just rebuild everything. It would just rebuild the parts that, uh, that needed rebuilding and that could really speed up your build process You know, when, when building the whole program might, might have taken an hour or more. Um, so that's kind of uh, where, where Make comes from and then Rake is inspired by Make. Um, I think of Rake not just as a build tool but just sort of uh, as a project automation tool. It's, it's a tool for automating any kind of repetitive processes that are associated with some kind of project, usually a software project, but not just software projects. For instance, uh, I use Rake a lot for building ebooks. What can you tell us about the origins of Rake? So, Rake first appeared in uh, March of 2003. That's, uh, that's when Jim Wyrick first announced it. And uh, the, the story that he told uh, in that announcement email was that uh, he had been discussing um, Make with a coworker, uh, Make and, and tools like it with a coworker, and um, talking about some of the shortcomings of Make. And he said, wouldn't it be nice if you could just use Ruby inside a Make file? Uh, and they talked about that a little bit. And I guess the idea kind of got stuck in Jim's head because he went away and, and fiddled around a little bit and came up with the uh, the first version of Rake, which was about a hundred lines of Ruby, and uh, contained really the kernel of everything Rake has become. What can you tell us about Jim Wyrick? Uh, <laughs> that is a, that's a big a big subject. Jim uh, 
Jim Wyrick kind of, I think for a lot of people, he kind of personified the Ruby community Yeah, for a long time. Um, it's hard to know where to start with Jim. I mean, he was one of the, the first uh, sort of, I guess, uh, you know, community active, prolific Rubyists. You know, he had adopted it very early and uh, was very you know, and participated in the mailing list uh, from some from the early years that that Ruby was uh, was being when that people were were experimenting with Ruby in the U.S. and um, and he was just you know he he blogged about it and and then when the, there started being conferences he uh, did a lot of speaking about Ruby and he's just uh, he's he contributed so much. Um, so much code, so much, and so much knowledge uh, to the Ruby ecosystem. But really, I think uh, what people remember most about him is that he was just an incredibly nice guy. Mm -hmm. uh, he had time for everyone, anybody who had a question or wanted some help with something. Uh, he would always take time and he would show them things. And he had this amazing, like childlike enthusiasm for for the language. I mean, he was just so excited about showing uh, showing people new stuff mm -hmm. um, and. Uh, uh, of course, I'm, I'm talking in the in the past tense because, unfortunately, very very sadly, we we recently lost Jim, um, and uh, I think that was a huge uh, kind of a huge blow to the whole Ruby community. What would you say are the most popular use cases for using Rake? So um, it's interesting because Rake probably is used more as just sort of general project automation now than than as a proper build tool. Mm -hmm. Uh, because Rake has become the de facto standard in the Ruby world for any kind of automation of a project, and particularly when you know uh, Rails is Ruby on Rails is what has really propelled uh, Ruby to to huge popularity in the last several years. And um, every Rails project, when you initialize it, gets initialized with a set of Rake tasks. So Rake is is the tool that's used to manage things like um, running tests and getting the database set up uh, and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So most commonly, I think, where people see Rake uh, is in Rails projects. Are you personally using Rails much these days? Uh, I am not. Uh, I, don't have, it's, I don't have a particular uh, use for it right now. A lot of the, the personal projects that I work on, I find they're small enough uh, and simple enough that that something like Sinatra is a better fit for me. Mm -hmm. What would you say are the advantages Rake provides? So, uh, like I was saying earlier, Rake comes after a long line of build tools. Uh, you had Make, uh, you had, then in the Java world, you had Ant, uh, and Ant took the, the Make concept and added XML to it, and, and we all know how much XML improves things. Um, and... Uh, and then there were a whole bunch of sort of lesser-known tools. But uh, basically, uh, Rake introduced a lot, of, a lot of convenient things to the, the world of build tools. Um, you could, first of all, it is a Rake file is a valid Ruby file. So you're able to write your, um, your build file using Ruby syntax. And that's generally a good thing because make syntax is sort of famously weird. Um, it's ex ex it's extraordinarily concise uh, to the point of absurdity, and uh, so a lot of people have trouble following rake 
uh, make files. Uh, they also have some weird rules about white space that are very easy to mess mess up and then fails in weird ways. Um, and the, the biggest issue with with make files is that make basically gives you a syntax for declaring dependencies and declaring rules, but then the rules themselves have to be shell scripts or have to be executable, something that's executable in the shell. Mm -hmm. And so you wind up with this sort of weird mix of languages in a make file where you have make uh, make directives, and then inside the make, make directives, you have shell commands. And, um, you know, shell's great for really simple stuff, but a lot of times you, when you want to do more fancy programming tasks, um, it's, it's a bit painful. You know, when you want to start looping through things or anything fancier than that, uh, it's, it's kind of a pain to do that in, in shell in like bash or something. And so you'd wind up with this huge agglomeration of, of like make syntax and then shell syntax. Then that's calling out to other programs, you know, Perl programs or something like that to deal with stuff that was too painful to program in, in raw shell. Um, and, and that kind of build script was just a, a pain to, to maintain. Um, so rake has the, you know, brings to that the brilliant idea, let's write everything in Ruby. And Ruby is a sufficiently powerful language and sufficiently flexible language that you don't really need anything else. I mean, uh, if you're going to be automating build steps in, in Ruby, you don't need shell except for the, like, the final call out to some command that does the compile. Um, and you don't need other languages. It's, it's a really, really good glue language for... Uh, for build for messing with files and and munging strings and all that stuff that you usually wind up doing in a in a build script, um, so that's kind of the the big advantage over make. Uh, then of course there was ant, uh, which was another of the things that inspired the creation of rake. And you know the big advantage there is that you don't have to write your build scripts in, in XML. Mm -hmm.